Come on, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit this morning. Father, we give you thanks this morning. We bless your name, O God. Indeed, O God, power and mind belongs to you, Lord Jesus. Power and mind belongs to you, Lord Jesus. Power and mind belongs to you, Lord Jesus. We exalt your holy name, O God. Mandiri bosunte di bakaya rabashande kira pasataya. Rado suna bakaye de bashante di brondo suna pataye de bosukande de 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 pasiki yada basete yado sunte de baba baba. Rondo sunta di basede bosande kira pasataya. Minister Victor, you can continue to play. You can just continue to play the instruments as we worship this morning, as we pray, as we bless the name of the Lord. The psalmist says, the, the, the scripture says, magnify the Lord with me and exalt his holy name. I want you to magnify the Lord this morning. I want you to magnify him above, beyond the situation or the circumstances of life. I want you to exalt the name of the Lord. To magnify the Lord, it means to focus on him. Father, this morning we focus on you. We fix our gaze on you. It is the thing that you fix your eye on that is magnified. It is the thing that you focus on that is amplified. Father, we look to you this morning. Baba, we just say thank you. We thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Father, for thus far you have brought us, O God. Thank you, Jesus, for being our helper. Thank you, O God, for carrying us in this time and in this season, O God. Thank you, Father, for even opening our eyes to know that there are doors, Lord. Thank you, Father, for showing us and causing us to understand, Lord, of bringing us into understanding gradually of the realm of the that exists. Thank you, O God, for delivering us, Lord, from ignorance, delivering us, Lord, from deceitfulness, Lord. Father, we thank you for opening our eyes. Lord, we worship you this morning. Thank you, my God. Because at the end of it all, Lord, it is you. It is all about you. It is all about you, Lord Jesus. It is your will, Lord. It is your will and your purpose, Lord, that must prevail. Father, we thank you, O God, for bringing us to the consciousness, Lord, of your will. Thank you, Father, even in this time, because, uh, you know, amongst other things, you are sensitizing us to your will. Father, we give you praise. Rendo suta liba di brada bashante kiyada posuntele. Beprede posuda bare boshanda kira basataya. Blessed be your holy name, O God. We exalt you, Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Abba. In Jesus' precious name we pray. 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you so much um, for joining us once again this morning. Um, this is Pastor Stephanie, and it is good to, I was going to say it's good to see you all, but I can't see you, but I know you're here with me. Um, it's been such a season, and, you know, I've received testimonies of from people, um, even within the the team of prayer raid and every day I'm chatting with them or touching base with them for one reason or another. We're talking about everything the Lord is doing in this season. And it's just, you know, what keeps coming up, what keeps, you know, what, what is repeated constantly is that it is deliverance that the Lord is bringing to us. You know, the word of God is delivering us. The teaching of, of, of the word of God is delivering us. Jesus Christ said um, to Peter, he said, you are made clean by the words that I speak over you. So deliverance in itself is washing, it's cleansing, you know, and we are being delivered, we are being cleansed, we are being washed. Our eyes are, you know, opening more and more. We are seeing even more accurately. We are, we are, the Lord is revealing things to us, things that we would have never considered in time past. And I'm just so thankful to God for um, everything that he's bringing us to in this time. You see, when the Lord begins to reveal something to you, this was something I learned a while ago. There was a time I had a dream and the Lord revealed a lot of things to me. And, you know, I remember I picked up my phone, I called Pia and I was talking to her about the dream. And she said, when the Lord reveals something to you, your response to the revelation of God is thanksgiving, you know. And recently I had another dream and it's like, it's not even that it's like things were revealed to me and you know before I even got into the place of taking my bow and arrow in the spirit and you know trying to tear down or fight anything immediately I said no this is that's not what I should be doing first I should be thanking the Lord for even opening my eyes to see what I am up against I should be thanking the Lord uh, for for revealing this thing to me because I never would have considered it would have just been something I would have said okay you know what is life such is life. I know I tried and then I'm moving on. In fact, that's already where I was. But by the mercy of God, by the grace of God, by the help of God, um, because of the love of God, he revealed the situation, the real situation of things to me. And immediately I just began to say, Father, I thank you. Wherever you are this morning, I want you to just thank God. You see, Thanksgiving is a way of unlocking doors. The Bible tells us that we enter his gates with Thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So another way to access the presence of God is through Thanksgiving and praises. I don't want you to get caught up in whatever situation it is. I don't want you to get caught up in the things that, you know, you are, or even in the revelation that you are receiving in this time that you forget to give thanks to God. I want you to lift up your voice this morning and just begin to bless the name of God and say, Father, I thank you. Before we, we pray, before we share any scriptures, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your mercies. We thank you, oh God, for your kindness, Lord. We thank you, oh God, for your revelation. We thank you, Lord, because indeed you are mindful of us. Father, we could have gone on living life without knowing these things, Lord. Father, it was even you that beckoned on us, not that we found it first. You found us, Father, and you are rescuing us by the revelation 
by the light, by the truth of your word. And Lord, we say thank you. We are not unmindful of these things, Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, O God. From the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you. From the depths of our soul, we say thank you. Father, oh, body will soon take it up as Thank you, Lord Jesus, for opening our eyes. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for calling our attention to the things that we have been bypassing. Thank you, oh God, for even revealing to us, Lord, the deep secret things of life, oh God, for the things that we may have neglected, for the things we would never have considered, Lord, you have opened our eyes and you continue to open our eyes to show us. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, oh God. Indeed, you are good. Bakade bosute di prado suda basatai. Rendo sunte di pradado shandi kida basandi kitae de brondo suda barebo suda bataya. Rendo sunte di barabasikia. We thank you, Father, because the purpose for this revelation is so that you can work out a full and complete deliverance in us, so that you can work out a full and complete deliverance over us so that you can work out a full and complete deliverance over our generations. Father, we thank you. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it for granted, Lord. We give you praise, Baba. Thank you, Father, because indeed in our lives and through our lives, all things are working together for good. Father, in the, the, the situations, oh God, of life surrounding us, all things are working together for good. It doesn't matter how far we may have erred. It does not matter the number of times that we got it wrong. What matters, Lord, is that right now, this day, this time, and in this season, your word has found us and it has provided us, Lord, another opportunity, Lord, to, 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 to go in the direction of your will. And so, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Almighty Father. Thank you, O God. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanksgiving. I want us to um, imbibe the culture of giving thanks to God. Every time we are, we are met with the revelation of God, we must offer thanks to God. If you notice, it was the culture of the of our fathers of old, you know, every time they encountered God, they would always either lay up memorial stones or create an altar. Um, that memorial was to, it was a way of testifying of the goodness of God, of the, of the abilities of God, of the encounters that they've had with God. When you are lifting up a memorial, what you are doing is you are thanking God, you are making it known, you are announcing it even beyond yourself, but to the earth, to creation, you know, to witness to angels, to heaven, you are announcing the goodness of God. So that is what we must do. We must become people of altars. The altar of thanksgiving must never go out. The altar of thanksgiving needs to be erected in our lives again, not just praying, not just fasting, but thanksgiving, giving thanks to God, expressing gratitude to God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So this morning, we're just going to be praying. Um, I'm going to spend some time um, just praying over 
some of the things that we have heard in the last couple of days. And there's a scripture that the Lord has laid on my heart. He remind, he's been reminding me of it. And, you know, by the grace of God, I'll just share a little bit, but we're praying for the most part. PI will be with us tomorrow and she will be talking about um, the gates of location, you know, so you don't want to miss tomorrow's call. But today we're just going to spend some time in prayer. I want us to begin by asking the Lord to help us, you know, um, Asking the Lord for help is, is a show of humility, you know, and asking the Lord for help is so that we can be in line with his will. Everything we heard yesterday and in the last couple of days about, in fact, yesterday's was on another level when PI was teaching about Esau and Jacob and the two nations, you know, the knowledge of good and evil versus um, the the, the tree of life and how we've always looked at those things as external things. We've always looked at those things as, you know, things that are separate from us. But for the first time, you know, I know many people started to see it as systems and governments and cultures that exist within them. And, you know, one of the things that she had said about dominion is that when you operate in dominion, it is not a realm of, you know, absolute separation from the possibilities of evil and darkness. Just because you hear dominion does not mean that you have fully conquered or you have there's no strain of you know of um, darkness that may linger within you it is because of the darkness that you can um you can call for light you know so i want us to pray that the lord will help us this morning i want us to pray that the lord will help us evaluate rightly pray that in the name of jesus in seeing and sensing that you may know and separate good from evil you may know and separate the will of god from the will of the flesh pray for yourself this morning pray that every Every word that you have heard, every prayer that has been raised will become a, a, a key that unlocks doors, unlocks doors of inquiry within your heart. You see, when we pray, we're not just speaking words, but what's happening to us is we are being sensitized to inquire and ask questions, to, 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 to sit with the Lord and engage situations of our lives, to sit with the Lord and begin to ask the questions um, that matter, to sit with God and begin to evaluate the decisions we have made. And you know, begin to look at how we may have handled our destiny. I want you to pray this morning that the Lord will help you. Pray that the Lord will give you seeing eyes. Pray that the Lord will give you a discerning heart. Pray that the Lord will give you understanding in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray this morning, oh God, we ask for your help. We ask, Lord Jesus, for your help. We pray, oh God, that you will help us. We pray, Father, that you will strengthen us. We pray, oh God, that you will help our evaluation. In the name of Jesus, Father, we no longer want to choose independently of your will. We know that you have given us the blessing of choice. We know that you have given us the gift of choice. But Lord, we do not want to express or experience any choices that are independent of your will, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray, Father, Father, the ability to evaluate according to your will, the, 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 the ability to evaluate, Lord, according 
according to your desires, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever it is that continues to strengthen flesh, Lord, and diminish your spirit within us. Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that you would expose it, O oh God. Father, whether it be hidden, O oh God, Father, in any way, shape, or form, be it in culture, be it in tradition, be it in location, O oh God, be it in the things that we have held onto for so long, be it in standards, O oh God. Father, whatever tree that we consistently eat of, Lord, that reduces life, O oh God, and increases the flesh. Father, we pray that in the name of Jesus, Lord, you would turn it around, Lord, by reason of the ability to evaluate, Lord. You will give us sight. You will give us seeing eyes. We will begin to see things, Lord, at the root, Lord, of what they are. We will begin to see things, oh God, for what they really are. Father, in the name of Jesus, we will no longer just see the fruit, but we would see the roots of the trees, oh God, in our lives in the name of Jesus. We will see the roots of the conversations that we are having. We will see the roots of the friendships that we have had. We will see the roots of the decisions we have made in the name of Jesus. Father, you will provoke in us, Lord, the sensing to inquire. In the name of Jesus, we will no longer take things at face value, but we will learn to dive deep, oh God, in the waters of your word. We will learn to dive deep, Lord, in the in the root of situations, my God, in the name of Jesus, with Christ leading us, with your light leading us, not with the touch or the lens of good and evil, Lord, but with the lens of light, with the lens of truth, with the lens of your word. In the name of Jesus, pray for yourself this morning. Father, the ability to evaluate according to your perspective, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, according to your perspective, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let our sight be one. Let my sight not be separated from yours, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. The only way this can happen is when I sit in your word, when I look into your word, because your word tells me, O oh God, that your word is a mirror. Father, as I sit with the mirror of your word, let me begin to see, oh God. Let my thoughts begin to mirror your thoughts, oh God. Let my desires begin to match your desires, oh God. Let my will begin to follow your will in the name of Jesus Christ. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Ebenezer, I call on you this morning. Oh, I call upon the Ebenezer, oh God. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Help me this morning, oh God. Where can I run to? Where can I go? Father, you have the answer. You have the light. You are the path to eternal life. My Lord and my God, I don't want to stray. I don't want to go in any way that you are not leading, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, help me. Father, help me. Father, help me in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I want us to continue to make that prayer. When you wake up in the morning, ask the Lord to help you. Let him help you make the decisions that you need to make. Let him help you. Let the Holy Spirit help you. Just the way, um, you know, you see the life of, of, of Esau and Jacob. What distinguished Jacob from Esau, amongst other things, you know, was that he had the help of his mother. And, you know, like P.I. had said yesterday, the mother 
was like a representation of the Holy Spirit. Who is the person guiding you? Who is the person that is speaking to you? What are the voices that are, you know, releasing words over you? In what direction is your heart turning? What voices have the power over your decisions? It has to be the Holy Spirit. When the Lord Jesus was going, he said, I have to go so that the one that the Lord is sending can come to you. The Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. So the Spirit of God is the one that knows the mind of God, that knows the will of God, that knows the desires of God. It is the spirit of God that will show us the way to go. It is the spirit of God that will speak to us. It is the spirit of God that convicts us. I want you to pray over your convictions this morning. Hey, Baba, if there be any way, Lord, my conscience has been numbed or deadened uh, by reason of constantly shutting out the voice of the spirit. Baba, I repent this morning. In the name of Jesus, spirit of the living God, I ask that you begin to touch my heart once again. If there is any way I have become cold towards you. If there is any way I have shut you out, if there is any way I have been so set in my ways, because you see being set in your ways is such a subtle thing. There are times when the Lord is speaking a word to you. He's telling you something, but you're like, okay, you know what? I have already gone this far. In the next season, I know what to do better. What if the Lord is saying, I want you to change it now. I want to speak to people on this call that may feel like this situations or these examples that have been mentioned in the days past, it's I, I know it pertains to me, but Lord, I don't know how. Lord, I don't know where I'm going to stop where I'm at now. I have gone too far. Many times we are looking at how far we have gone in the decisions we've made and we feel like we cannot give it up. But by the reason of the word of God, by the reason um, of the mercy of God that is allowing you to hear these words today, it means that salvation has come to you today. Salvation has come to you today. Jesus Christ said, I stand at the door and I know of anyone that opens, I will sup with him and him with me. Jesus Christ is not knocking on the door of your heart for you to respond tomorrow. He's not knocking on the door of your heart for you to respond in Q1 of 2023. He's not knocking on the door of your heart for you to say, okay, tell me what I need to hear. I will apply it in the seasons to come. No, he's knocking on the door of your heart so that you can cause correct today. He's knocking on the door of your heart so that you can eat from the tree of life. He's knocking on the door of your heart so that you can turn around. You see, true repentance, it means turning and changing your mind. Repentance is now. The Bible, when John the Baptist came, the Bible told us that his message was repentance. He said, repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is come. The kingdom of God is approaching. The kingdom of God is here. It is here and it is now. It is not tomorrow. It is not tomorrow when Christ comes that you want to start making those decisions. Ah, Baba, in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that we are still holding on to, oh God. Father, we pray that in the name of Jesus, we will not ignore the knocking on our on the door, Lord. The knocking, you're knocking on the door of our hearts in the name of Jesus. We will not choose, Lord. The, the, the extensiveness or the extension, Lord, or the, or the length, Lord, or the distance that we have gone, Lord, in whatever decision we have made, Lord. But Father, we will respond immediately, Lord, to the knocking, to the conviction of the Spirit, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, we will not hold back, Lord. Today, oh God, Father, salvation meets us. Today, oh God, deliverance meets us, Lord. Our decision, Lord, to follow, our decision to change our minds, oh God, our decision 
decision to sit with you, oh God, our decision, Lord, to ask the right questions, oh God, Father, I pray, oh God, that you would deliver us, oh God, from every demonic decision making, oh God, that is holding us bound, oh God, in the name of Jesus, every deceptive decision making, Baba, I pray that you would deliver us in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, to see what is truly at stake, oh God, in the name of Jesus, deliver us, Lord, from the shame of what people will say, deliver us, Lord, from the burden of what people may think, deliver us, oh God, from the burden of other people's opinions, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, deliver us, oh God, if your word finds us today, is because there is a portion and there is a lot for us, Lord, from your word that we can apply to our lives today. Father, let us not put away the things that we must do today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Baba, we pray, oh God, for a restlessness in our souls. We pray, oh God, for a restlessness in our hearts. We pray, oh God, for a restlessness, Lord, within us. In the name of Jesus, let us not be satisfied, Lord, with the status quo. Let us not be satisfied or complacent with the things that we have been doing thus far. In the name of Jesus, deliver us, deliver us, deliver us, deliver us. Pray for yourself this morning. Maybe the Lord has told you, leave this job, but you're saying, okay, you know what? I just need another three months. Let me come up with a plan. That's not what you you should be doing. I'm not saying that you should get up right now and throw everything away and do an irresponsible thing, even for the people that you are working with. But perhaps you need to sit down with the Lord and ask him, Lord, show me what to do. Show me the steps to take. Don't be dictating to the Lord. Receive the direction of the Lord. Father, we choose your direction over whatever it is we have been dictating, Lord, in time past, dictating to ourselves, dictating to our hearts, dictating to our soul, dictating to our lives, and dictating to the heavens, dictating to you, O God. We no longer want to dictate to you. Father, we want to receive your direction, O God. We want to receive your direction, O God, in the name of Jesus. Perhaps there is someone that the Lord has said, pick up your phone and restore this relationship. Call this person, forgive that person, make that call. And you've been putting off, you've been procrastinating. You've been choosing to wait another day. You've been choosing to wait another week. You are evaluating it in your heart. You are saying, based on what you know about this situation, maybe I should give it five more days. Ah, Father, let us not be slothful with the decisions that we need to make for today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Because you see, what happened with Esau is that it was just another regular day. It was another day that he went into the field. It was another day that he took his time because, you know, he said to himself, "Ah, perhaps I'm a perfectionist. I like my things done in a certain way. I'm used to doing it like this and like that. I'm used to following this process. I'm used to following this procedure, you know, but it was the day that he was supposed to act instantly. It was the day that another was going to be positioned if he did not choose to walk, um, um, to, 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 to respond swiftly. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, that you will make us, Lord, people of swift obedience. We will not delay our obedience, oh God. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Father, we pray that we will no longer put off the things that we must do today for a convenient time in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that as we make these prayers, as we hear your word, Lord, whatever it is, Lord, that your word seeks to do in our hearts, Lord, to make us restless, oh God, to make us dissatisfied, Lord, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. We call 
for a holy dissatisfaction within us in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how far we have gone. It doesn't matter how far it seems we have strayed. It doesn't matter how far we have sunk into this ship or into this boat, Lord. Father, today your word meets us, Lord. The entrance of your word gives light. Father, we receive the light, Lord, that shows us a new path. We receive the light that shows us a new course. We receive the light that gives us a new direction in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, that the light of your word would show us the doors, Lord, that you have set before us in this time. Father, we pray for discernment. I hope you're praying. I hope you're praying. If you're praying, if you're with me, please just type in the chat and say, I'm with you. I'm praying. I can hear you loud and clear. The great and effectual door, the, the great door and effectual that has been opened before before us. Lord, help us to see. Give us, give us the ability to discern the doors that are open before us, Lord. Because when we speak of those, we may just be looking at those that are that are open and doors that are shut. But you see, when the Lord is doing something and it is the gimmick of the enemy, every time he senses, because he's the um, he's the old crooked serpent. So he's old. He's, he, he has been around for a long time. Um, so he has experience and he's he, 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 he observes. He is constantly watching. He's constantly evaluating. He's old and crooked and crafty. For someone to be able to craft, it means that the person knows how to work things out. He knows how to um, um, make things to look he know, to look like what they should be. He knows how to craft. He knows how to how to prototype things. You know, so when he notices or senses the seasons of someone's life is about to change, he quickly makes a prototype. He quickly makes a prototype of what his senses may be, the thing that the Lord is bringing to you. He quickly makes a prototype based on your desires or the things that you, in quote, lost after. He quickly makes a prototype based on how he has seen um, or based on the culture of your life or the tradition of your, your life or, you know, the systems or the standards of your life. That's why we must never be slaves to culture and tradition. We must never be slaves to, slaves to standards because you put yourself in a box. And that box is, in fact, I was listening to a minister from an old message yesterday and he was talking about how the enemy sits down and carefully and intelligently begins to plot graphs about people's lives. So people that are never shaking themselves off that box, people that never go restless, people that never follow the spirit of God, because you see, the Bible talks about the spirit of God and he says the wind blows where it listed. Who can know? Nobody knows where the wind goes. So the enemy cannot catch the wind of the spirit. The enemy does not understand how the spirit moves. But if you are not following the spirit and you are following your your standards, you are following your systems, you are following your culture, you will constantly be in a box. And that box is what the enemy now begins to calculate and he's able to craft. Stay with me this morning. He begins to craft it. He begins to plot. He begins to plan. He begins to scheme. And then he begins to prototype things that will keep you in that box. So you find yourself in a season where you should be transitioning and breaking forth, in a season where you should be entering breakthrough you find yourself in a box. You find yourself in a, in a consistent loop. You find yourself in a repeated pattern. I want you to pray this morning that not only will you see the doors that are open and shut, but you would even see the doors that you never even considered were there. You see, because what where I was going with this thing that the enemy does is he now begins to present things before you in this time because now he too is hearing the word about doors. So he now begins to check for the places where he thinks you can 
fall into traps. Maybe you have been planning or preparing so, for something for so long. And for whatever reason, he may realize that this is where this person may potentially be going. So he will now try and craft and prototype something that looks like it so that you will fall into it. And many times he does this. Why? Because the main door that the Lord is calling you into is just right there. The tree that God was calling Adam and Eve to eat from was just right there. Beside that tree was the other tree. But he came and started having that conversation with them based on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Why? Why was he doing that? because he was trying to craft and prototype a blessing for them that the Lord was not ready for them to receive at the time. You know, he was trying to present something else to them so that it would distract them from what was really there. I want you to be encouraged this morning as we pray. I want you to know that that thing that you are seeking for is right there in front of you. But if you will stay in the spirit, if you will allow the spirit of God to lead you, if you will trust the leading of the spirit, if you will trust the word of God, if you will sit back with the word, if you would allow yourself to be restrained and pruned by the word of God, it's only a matter of time. If the for whatever reason the Lord is asking you to wait, please wait. If for whatever reason you are unsure, let me tell you something. It is, the, it is the state of your heart that the Lord does business with. So even if you feel like, oh, this thing, if I don't do it right now, I don't know. I, I pray God helps me articulate this properly. If you may be feeling like, oh, if I don't do this right now, I will miss the opportunity. But what is your reason for wanting to do it right now? Is it to gratify yourself or is it to please the Lord? If for what, Even if it is the Lord that is placing that thing in front of you, sometimes the Lord places things in front of us to test us. Sometimes the Lord gives us access into certain things to see if we will take it and if we will choose it or if we will sit back and evaluate so if you feel like this is a season the lord has opened this door it is time for me to go nothing stops you from actually saying you know what lord on second thoughts i really want to hear from you everything seems right all the boxes are checking all the boxes are ticking but i haven't really heard your voice in this matter i know you have given me the choice i know you have given me willpower i know that if i go you will bless me but lord i actually want to hear your voice because it is an honorable thing for me to do for me to consult you because i honor you lord i want to hear your voice it may seem like oh why are you wasting time this is the time to go this is the the time to move. This is the time to run. But for reason of you staying back and honoring the Lord, trust me, the, the, the voice of God will find you and the voice of God will speak to you and the voice of God will tell you what to do. And so Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, that you will show us not just the doors that are open and the doors that are closed, but the ones that we may be missing, the ones that we may not have considered, the ones that we may have been blind to, oh God, the ones that may have been missing us, the ones that the enemy is trying to create a prototype to distract us from the 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 ones that are there lord but we cannot see we cannot sense because of the busyness of life father in the name of jesus open our eyes this morning to see in the mighty name of jesus this great door no matter how small oh god this may seem it may you may tell yourself ah, ah, but this is a great door it's supposed to be a big opportunity but remember many times when the lord does something when the lord is doing something he starts in seed form he starts in seed form look at the mustard seed the mustard seed may be very tiny but it's 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 empty 
point is nothing compared to where it started from. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, that pray for yourself this morning. Show us, Lord, whatever doors we may have been missing. Show us, Lord, whatever places, Lord, we may have been unaware of, Father, in time past, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Ah, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for your help. We pray for your help, Lord. Father, open our eyes to see, oh God. Father, what we need in this season, beyond everything else, Lord, is discernment. Lord, heighten our discernment, Lord. Heighten our sensitivity, oh God. Heighten our ability, O oh God, to distinguish your voice, O oh God, to know your voice, to know what the Spirit is saying, Lord. Let us not be boxed, Lord, in the things that we are used to. Let us not be boxed in standards and systems, O oh God, that we have created that may have expired even in this season, O oh God. But Father, show us how to sit with you, O oh God, how to inquire, O oh God, how to sit at your feet, my God, how to hear your your voice, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Perhaps the channels, Lord, have been blurred, Lord, for whatever reason. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray for clarity, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, that you will tune our hearts and you will tune our ears and you will tune our eyes, oh God, to the frequency of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Not what we have known your spirit to do in time past, Lord. Deliver us, Lord, from constantly looking back. Deliver us, Lord, from being complacent, oh God, deliver us, Lord, from being satisfied, oh God, with the things that we have known, with the things we have seen, with the things we have touched, with the facts and the figures, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, deliver us, Lord, from experience, Lord, the things that we will say, oh, I have done this by reason of experience, therefore, I know, no, no, Lord, we no longer want to be slaves to experiences, oh God, experiences that no longer, um, uh, no longer serve the seasons that we are in, Lord, but Father, we pray for fresh encounters, oh God, fresh encounters, oh God, fresh encounters, oh God, with your spirit in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to share a scripture with us this morning, and we'll just pray before we go. This scripture is one that we all know quite well. It is the story of the prodigal son, and you know, this is something that the Lord reminded me of. I heard the minister teach about this a while ago. In fact, yesterday I went on YouTube, I kept looking for this message where he was talking about, um, you know, how the prodigal son went and asked his father for his inheritance and spent his inheritance on riotous living. In fact, let's open our Bibles to the book of Luke chapter 15 and from verse 11. The Bible says, I'm reading from the New King, from the King James Version. And he said, a certain man, Jesus, Jesus speaking. And he said, a certain man had two sons. So here you see two sons again, two, Esau and Jacob, knowledge of good, the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. 
And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would, and he would fain, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. And when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Yesterday, Pierre was talking about the neck and I found it very interesting that the scripture was speaking about the neck as well. It said, he fell, he, his father ran, fell on his neck and kissed him. And, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and make merry. For my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to marry. Now his elder brother, verse 25, was in the field again in the field and he and as he came and drew nigh to the house he heard music and dancing and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant and he said unto him thy brother is come and thy father had killed the fatted calf because he had received him safe and sound and he was angry and would not go in therefore came his father out and entreated him and he answering said to his father Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither, neither transgressed I at any time, at any time thy commandments, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as thy son was come, which had devoured thy living with harlots, um, another version says, whoremongers, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto the son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet for it was meet that we should make merry and be glad for this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. May the Lord bless the reading of His word. So, some things that I noticed here in the story of the prodigal son. Number one, he took his he asked for what he thought was rightfully his. It was, it was an abomination in that time. But the father did not hold back because once again, it was his choice to take what, you know, he was exercising his choice and the father did not say no. The father gave to him, you know, and I'm sure the father blessed him as he was going on his way. So he, ex he exercised his choice again and chose to do his own will 
and not the will of the Father, not to wait for the natural process of things where the Father has gone and the Father will bless and the Father will give. But he was ready to do his own thing. As we like to say these days, oh, I just want to do my own thing. You know, I want to create my own. I want to, you know, and all of that. So he was there doing his own thing. And his father didn't stand in the way. The father allowed him to go. Now, the Bible says not many days after the younger son, he gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with righteous living. Now, the explanation, it was Prophet Adam that explained this in one of his teachings that I was trying to find. He talked about righteous living and he said, you know, how I understood it was that righteous living is not just oh, I'm spending my money on the obvious things. What are the things we call obvious things? Drinking, partying, you know, um, fornicating, adultery, all of those things. But the fact that he took his inheritance and went and spent it in a way and in a manner that was outside the will of his father, that was what made it a righteous thing. So maybe you're spending money investing in a business and you feel like, oh, this is good, this is right, but perhaps it is righteous because it is outside the will of God for you at that time or at that season. Was it the will of the father to bless the son and give him those resources? Of course. Was it going to so happen that eventually the son will receive those resources and be able to spend you know, spend it on something. Of course, that was going to happen in due time, but not at the time that he he decided to exercise his will and his choice to do it however he wanted outside the government of the of his father. So he took it and spent it on righteous living, what was not pleasing to, to his father choosing his own will, spending it on what he thought was right, spending it on what he thought was justified. After all, this is money. He can do with it as he likes. The Bible said that he wasted it. You see, everything that we do in this life at the end of the day, when we stand before the Lord, there are many things that people will realize were wasted efforts. They were wasted because they were not eternal works. They were dead works because it did not carry the life of God. It did not carry the will of God. It did not carry the heart of the Father. It did not carry the, 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 the weightiness of the kingdom. Everything you are doing outside of God's will is a wasted thing. Everything that you are spending on that is outside the will of the Father is riotous living. So we are... If you look at it, many are not very far from, you know, living that prodigal, prodigal life of walking outside the will of the Father. I want us to pray this morning that the Lord will deliver us from every form of prodigal living, from that thing that causes us to become restless for the wrong things. Because you see, restlessness in itself is not wrong. Restlessness itself is not bad when it is that it is a when it is a restlessness um, that that provokes us to begin to ask the right questions. But you see that restlessness, the enemy can take it and he can pervert it. You begin to feel restless in a time when you shouldn't. You begin to feel restless for unnecessary things. I want us to pray this morning that the Lord will deliver us from every evil, every evil um, restlessness that may be trying to express itself in our lives in the name of Jesus. Every form of riotous living that we have, um, uh, we have, giving ourselves to in time past every form of um of, of this every decision we have made that has resulted in a waste of substance in a waste of resources because we did it outside the will and the government of god father this morning lord we ask that you would deliver us and father it's not just the deliverance because you see many times we are quick to say oh father deliver me but the question is why did you do it 
one of the things Pierre talked about yesterday was that Esau was quick to say, oh, father, isn't there anything for me? Where's my own blessing? Where's my own? And we see the brother doing that as well. The brother quickly went to the father and said, oh, you never did this. You, even the father calf, you gave it to him. When you could, you know, after everything I've done for you, you didn't give me to share with my own friends. Maybe the brother should have asked the father and said, oh, perhaps why? And before the brother, even after he had expressed everything he said, it was the father that now explained the why to him. The father said to him, see, you are always with me, but your brother was lost. Now he's found. Everything I have, it is yours. You know, and if you even look at it, what the first son had a double portion already. So men, we have to be careful that we are not trying to, that we're not trying to buy something that we already have. We're not fighting to receive something we already have. Recently, the Lord was saying to me, he said, the enemy cannot try to sell something to you that you already have. So he tries to create that lack mentality in your mind to make you feel like, oh, you don't have this thing, so you have to chase after it. It was the same thing for the prodigal son. He felt like there was something in that far country, in that distant place, in that business, in that decision that he did not have at home. So he wanted to go and experience it for himself. But you see, he didn't realize that everything he needed was already at home with him. It took him spending years, time that was being wasted, you know, expending his energy on things that were not beneficial to him in any way that was that were even taking him back in time, you know, until he got to the point. The Bible tells us that after he had experienced all of these things, there was famine in the land. He was reduced to, you know, the lowest level in the in the, in the employment um, ecosystem. And it got to a point where he arose and he said, you know what? The Bible said when he came to himself, when he realized what was going on, when he began to evaluate, when he started to see clearly, he didn't wait and say, ah, you know what? I've already gone this far. Let me just figure it out. And that's what we were praying about this morning. He didn't say, ah. I can't go back. Oh, at this one, I'm going back. Let me even have something so that uh, at all, at all, you get like worst case scenario. I have something to fall back on. It did not say that he was trying to come up with a backup plan. He did not sit down and say, okay, I give myself the next one quarter. Let me re-strategize. And I believe that we are hearing this word at this time because it is an instant deliverance the Lord wants to do for us. Many of us may have been saying, ah, okay, it's already the end of the year. I've already done this. It's okay. How can I try to, you know, you're still trying, trying, trying. Take a cue from the prodigal son. Many times we have looked at him and we've said, oh, the prodigal son, the only part of his life where we have seen that, or oh, maybe he did something right was when he went back to the father. But even him in that moment, that decision, he did not try to still use his energy. He did not try to still, um, you know, save face, as we say. He did not try to still, you know, um, um, hustle something just to protect himself or just to... Um, Whatever it was, he didn't try anymore. At that point, he just said, okay, enough is enough. This is what I have done. At this point, there's no more. He left everything and he turned around and he said, I am going back. I am returning. I am changing my mind. I am repenting. I am returning to the Father. That is what repentance is. Repentance is not remorse. Repentance is beyond remorse. You will be, re you know, you will feel the remorse. You may cry you know, um, you may feel 
sorry for yourself, of course you will feel bad, but what is the purpose of those feelings? What is the purpose of those emotions? What is the purpose of that realization? It's so that you can return to the father. It's so that you can return to Eden, even in that field where he was walking. And when you talk, when you look at the field, we can liken it to the garden again. In that field where he was walking, it's like he just realized, oh, what's going on? I can still choose life. I may have been eating of this tree, but... It does not matter how far I've gone. I will still choose life. I will still choose my father. Even the servants in my father's house, they have, they are not suffering like this. They are not struggling like this. And, you know, we may be looking at it and be saying, ah, okay, it's because, you know, it was, and many times it's grief that makes us go back, you know, or maybe something tragic or drastic happens that shakes us back to, you know, our senses. But put yourself in a situation where, what if all of these things were not going wrong? What if he still had food to eat? What if things were still working out seemingly? What if he was still comfortable? What if he was still able to pay his rent? You know, what if he was still able to afford the basic necessities of life, but he had come to that realization? I want you to ask yourself, it, maybe your situation is not even a case of, oh, I've hit rock bottom, but you know that this thing Perhaps the Lord will have me do it another way. Perhaps the Lord will have me return to the things that I walked away from. You don't have to wait until it hits rock bottom. You don't have to wait until you are the least on the food chain. You don't have to wait until everything is all spent out. You don't have to wait and try and test God. There's no need. Don't waste your time. Don't waste God's time. Don't waste the time of your generation. Turn around today. Turn back today. Return to the Father. Go back to Him and sit down with Him. And the Bible tells us um, um, that when He came to Himself, He said, "How many hired servants of my Father's have bread enough to eat and spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my Father, and I will say unto Him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before Thee, and I am no more worthy to be called Thy son. Make me one of Thy hired servants." So He had even prepared His speech. But the Bible tells us, "And He arose and came to His Father." But when He was a yet a great way a great way off. His father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. That voice that is telling you, oh, you've already gone too far. It is not the voice of God. You see, the Lord reveals and still on revelation, the Lord reveals to redeem and not to shame, not to condemn. He is revealing these things to us because there is redemption for us. I want you to trust the Lord. I want you to trust his word. I want you to trust his way. And I want you to trust his will this morning. You see, he didn't even get there to, to even begin this speech. The father saw him. The father ran to him. The father fell on his neck and the father kissed him. And the son said unto the father, I have sinned against heaven. You know, he started talking about his openings. He, he he started giving his reopening speech, his coming back speech. And guess what? The father didn't even engage him on that level. His action alone, his action into repentance was enough. And what did the Bible say? But the father said to the servant, so the father didn't even talk to him. If we look at this scripture, it reminds me of, of um, what's, the, what's the name of um, Mephibosheth in Lodiva. You know, when David, came to him and he was saying, oh, what do you have to do with me? I'm a dead dog, you know, and all of that. David didn't even engage him. David just gave orders and said, this one, he's going to sit and eat bread at my table all the days of his life. You know, he just took him to a higher place. He took him to, you know, a place of promotion. He restored to him 
even that which he never would have been able to achieve in his lifetime. The king called for him. The king found him and the king cleaned him up and the king restored him. I want you to know that as you choose to turn, as you choose to return, as you choose the will of God, as you choose um, as you align your, your choices with, with God's will, as you align yourself with the spirit of God, there is an inheritance for you, but don't waste any time. Turn back today, return. You may not have killed anybody. You may not have slept with anybody that you're not supposed to. You may not have cheated. You may not have done things that are the obvious black or white. Remember, the Lord is not talking about, is it right or is it wrong? But maybe you are not walking in the perfect will of God. And you know, how would you know? Because you have the spirit of God in you that is convicting you. Whatever it is that is causing an uneasiness. In fact, if you are hearing these words and it is pricking something in your life, I want you to, it's pricking something in your conscience right now. It is you that the Lord is talking to. Get on your knees and begin to repent. Begin to ask the Lord, where did I get it wrong? Ask the Lord to show you, to trace your steps back to how you arrived at where you are, how you arrived at these decisions that you have made, how you arrived at this place that you are at. Who were the people you listened to? Who were the people you consulted? Who were the counselors that spoke over you? Who were the people? What was the doctrine that you were re receiving in that time? What was the state of your heart? You know, um, 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 what were the things that you had done in that time? What was the culture you were imbibing? What are the things that, that culminated to produce the, the, the current situation of where you are at? I want you to sit with the Lord and engage the Lord and ask him and, 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 and invite him into your heart and into your life once again. I would go further into the story of the elder brother, but maybe at another time. I think this is a good place for us to just pray. And just say, Father, I invite you into my heart once again. I may have erred. And you know, I'm taking my time to talk about this because I believe that this Esau syndrome is something that is very prevalent in all our lives. If not in, in every life, we have experienced this Esau behavior. We have, we have, we have succumbed to it. We have been victims of it. You know, we have been Esau in one or two or more times in our lives. But I want you to pray that in the name of Jesus, the Lord will reveal to you the truth. He would show you the fruits, the, the, the root of every tree, not just the fruits that looks good, but he will show you why. He will show you how. He will lead you and he will help you. You see, the, the greatest deliverance is the one that you begin to understand. Um, um, you're, you're not just delivered from it to go free, but you're able to steward it when you can engage the opposition, when you can interact with, you know, with God concerning whatever it is that you have been contending with or what is contending with you. It's like you are sitting down in class and you are making notes. You are trying to unravel a mystery. You are trying to unravel, you know, a secret. So you have to understand it. You have to understand how long it has existed. In this season, this is a time for intelligent warfare. The deliverance that God is doing is the deliverance of, you know, with intelligent warfare. It's not just um, um, something that is taken off of us and we just think of it as a mystery and we're like, oh, the Lord has done it. I don't know how we did it. No, the Lord wants us to be stewards and custodians of the deliverance that he's bringing to us so that we can multiply it, not just for us, but for other people. So that when you begin to see someone that is walking in a certain way, you know, it could be your family member, it could be a friend, you know, or it could be anybody that the Lord lays on your heart. You begin to see certain things playing out in their lives. You are able to identify it, even though the expression of it may be different 
mind, but you can identify it because you see the root of it. You understand the root of it. That is why we are taking our time to go to the root of the matter because the root of it may be fear, but it may show itself as anxiety. It may show itself as as whatever it is. It may show itself as, um, um, what do they call it? superiority complex it may show itself as low self-esteem but when you are able to identify the thing at the root of the matter there is no shame or no mutation or any um you know prototype or crafting that the enemy will try to bring that will blind you or will confuse you because you understand it i pray that in the name of jesus every chain will be lifted up of us in the mighty name of jesus every chain of deception Every chain of deceitfulness will be lifted off, off, off of us as we sit with the Lord, as we as we engage the Lord on the table of conversation, as we open the matters and the issues of our lives. Father, show us how to dive deep. Let us not stay on the surface. Let us dive deep with your spirit. It is your spirit that was hovering in the beginning. He went, he was looking upon the face of the deep. He was hovering, he was brooding. He stayed. He started from the face, but he went deep within. Father, in the name of Jesus, maybe we may have just been engaging the spirit on the face and on the surface, but Lord, show us how to dive deep. Show us how to get to the root of the matter. Show us how to engage these things, Lord, in intelligently in the name of Jesus show us how to sit with you and 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 execute and and evaluate these matters Lord in the mighty name of Jesus so that we will not fall victims to them again in Jesus precious name the Bible said that the father saw him the father fell on his neck one of the things that P.I. said yesterday was that the neck is a symbol of where your power and authority lies so I believe that you know, I'm still spending time in this scripture, but the father falling on his neck was like a reassurance that you still, everything that I have is yours. Everything you haven't, you, it may seem like you have gone so far and you may have lost so much, but there is still more for you. As you have returned, there is still more for you. I am adorning you. The father kissed him. He was adorning him with newness. He was adorning him with love. He was adorning him with riches. He was adorning him with clarity. He was adorning him with the validation. He was telling him you are where you are supposed to be in this time and in this season and therefore restoration has come for you there is nothing that you have lost that you cannot receive the bible says he went and got the fattened calf so they had been preparing it and preparing it and preparing it he said everything that we have been preparing for you you will still eat of it there is nothing there is no way that you think you have strayed so much this thing that you are saying that you are not worthy you are not deserving it's not even worthy of a conversation it doesn't matter you are still my son as you have come back today as you have returned my grace has found you wherever it is that you think you have left off whatever it is it is you think you may have lost in time it doesn't matter as long as i leave you are restored you are restored in the name of the father and in the name of the son and in the name of the holy spirit and so father we thank you because you are restoring us as we are choosing you by reason of the choices alone. Father, even before we arrive at, at uh, even before we arrive at, at your presence again, by reason of the choices, the turning of our hearts, Lord, you are finding us just the way the, the father ran to the son, just the way the father didn't wait for the son to get, he, he went and pulled him in. Father, we thank you because you are pulling us back in, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We would have no reason to look back. We would have no reason to say, oh, I wish I had continued in that life. 
there will be no need for that, oh God, because you are you are assuring us by your word. You are validating us by your love, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just thank you. We give you praise, oh God. We bless your holy name, Father, because we know that all things indeed are working together for good. We thank you because nothing is lost, oh God. We thank you because... We are not missing it in this season, oh God. We thank you because those that need to run will run and those that need to wait will wait. But in all things, Lord, we will be at the center of your will, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We will not be taken by anything the enemy tries to craft in front of our eyes, Lord, because we realize and we understand that we lack nothing in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you are giving us and you have given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Your spirit continues to remind us of who we are in you, O God, in the name of Jesus. None of us will fall prey or victim, Lord, to evil decisions, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because indeed we have come into true dominion, Lord, in the name of Jesus. This dominion will not be a one-time event. It will not be a one-time occurrence, but it will be a dominion that we will steward, O oh God, and we will reproduce it and we will multiply it, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, I just, I, I, I just want you to trust God, you know, Trust God with everything that you've heard. I, I hope that when you come for these sessions, you are even you have your journal open and you are writing because the Lord is down is releasing things to you and you should be downloading and writing. You should be making, you know, um, lists of the decisions that you need to make. You should be evaluating things. Don't wait until the prayer calls are over. Begin to strategize with the Lord. True repentance is strategy. And in this season, the Lord is delivering us, you know, with intelligent warfare, with strategic warfare by his spirit. I pray that the Lord will continue to lead you and guide you through the day. And as you go forth, everything you need to attend to in Instantly, you will not put off till tomorrow in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything you need to do, you will not put off till tomorrow. Remember, the great door is, is, a, is, is open before you and effectual, that effectual speaks of the energy. I pray that you will receive the energy and the strength and the capacity to do everything you must do to unlock and to enter the door that the Lord has set before you in Jesus' precious name. God bless you. Thank you for joining me this morning. We continue again tomorrow. Um, this prayer ring until the Lord says, until the Lord is done with all the doors. That's when we stop. So we're still going. Please, if anyone is asking me how many more days, please ask the Lord. Um, PI will be here with us tomorrow. And she will be talking about um, um, the gates of location, the doors of location. So please don't miss it. Invite your friends, invite your family members, invite everybody that you, you know, as the Lord lays in your heart. Um, have an amazing day at work. God bless you. Partner with us at POI. Partner with us on Prayer Ring. The link to give is um, should be on the YouTube page now. Please give. Please partner with us to strengthen the work that the Lord has called us to do. God bless you once again, and I will see you soon. Bye for now.